Welcome to the Stop Faking Fine podcast, a show that will empower you to finally show up for yourself. While your circumstances may not be 100% your fault, your life is 100% your responsibility. It's time to stop faking fine. Welcome back to the Stop Faking Fine podcast. I am your host, Dana Lewis. Have you ever tried to shove a beach ball underwater? Like really hold it down there. No matter what you do, it eventually pops back up. Sure, you can hold it under there for a little while, but the second you move, it shoots up like a cannon and knocks someone near you in the head. Or better yet, it hits you directly in the face. I basically treated my feelings like all of my true thoughts, like a beach ball for a long time. I stuffed them deeper and deeper. I'd like to say grief made me do it. I guess I thought if I didn't acknowledge my true feelings or deal with them, they would eventually go away. (laughs) I'm not even sure I was consciously aware enough to think that they would really go away. I just couldn't deal. So I stuffed. Are you with me here? What just popped in your mind about a feeling that you have that you are ignoring? Here's the deal. After my husband died, I thought I was doing a pretty good job of getting on with a new way of life. I mean, my kids were clean, fed. They attended all of the soccer practices. They attended all of the things, doing everything normal adolescent boys should do. Everyone around me kept telling me how strong I was. I would look at them and think, huh? Tenacious, maybe, but strong? I was simply surviving. Living in survival mode, grasping at whatever straws I could find to keep myself propped up and force a smile on my face because I refused to let grief take me down or knowingly allow my children to suffer anything more. I was going to wrap my arms around these boys and give them everything that I could. But then one day, my 16 year old son looked at me and he said, Mom, you are nice to everyone but us. Like Mrs. So-and-so at the basketball game, why were you so nice to her? You don't even know her. And there was my beach ball. And it hit me directly in the face. I was strong, I guess, because I had to be. But I was angry. I was put together on the outside and falling apart on the inside. And I couldn't hold the beach ball under the water anymore. I gave and I gave and I did and I did. And I slowly crept into faking fine territory. And at the end of the day, when I was home in my safe zone and dead tired, I would crash. I didn't have the energy to hold that beach ball under anymore. And I was left with nothing else to give to the ones that I loved the most. You don't wake up one day and decide, I'm going to fake fine today. It's a process. It's a journey. And it's a slippery slope of stuffing that beach ball day after day. There comes a moment when you have to admit to yourself that you are less than fine. And then you have to sit in the pain. I cried buckets that night. I was so disappointed in myself. Why wasn't I better than this? Why wasn't I as strong as everyone thought I was? Why wasn't I as strong as I thought I should be? I promised you real truth in this podcast, and this is the real raw 
truth. Acknowledging and sitting in your pain is not something that you can shortcut. There are no hacks for this part. In attempting to skip this step, you will find yourself filling the void with a new habit. And I put that in air quotes. (laughs) Serial dating, exercise, the latest diet fad, counting macros, taking up knitting. I don't know. You get my point here. What will you fill your time with to distract you from dealing with your actual feelings? I wish skipping this step was an option. When we fight the pain, when we judge it, try to push it away or avoid it, ignore it, it actually triggers more painful emotions. It cascades from a mess and turns into complete chaos. Sitting with your pain is the first and perhaps most important step in your healing process. It's not fun. But the beauty on the other side makes it totally worth it. I want to share with you a few lessons I learned about how to sit with your pain in a way that doesn't leave you stuck and faking fine. First and foremost, get aware of how you feel. Take a moment to pause when you feel something and acknowledge that feeling to yourself. It's funny when my husband died. So many people recommended journaling to me. I never did it. I sloughed it off like, oh, here we go again. Another thing that I should be doing. I thought I was better than journaling. I thought it was silly. But why? Because I wasn't ready to truly be honest with myself. There's something about writing the words on paper versus having the thoughts in your mind. I didn't want to read what I would have written. I certainly wouldn't want you to read what I had written, and I didn't want to acknowledge the pain. One thing I recognize now is that however sad, embarrassing, or ugly, what I would have written would have been, I would be able to see now how far I have come. You can also see visible evidence of answered prayer if you write things down. Because you cannot see how far you've come if you don't start at the beginning. And this brings me to my second point. Once you are aware of how you truly feel, once you've acknowledged those feelings, honor them. You're not crazy. You're not broken. Your feelings are not wrong. It's okay to be angry, but it's time to be honest with yourself. You don't need anyone's permission to feel the way that you feel. I spent so much time holding up those around me that I was too tired to feel. I was spent. I didn't make the time to feel. You know, as moms, we have this built-in ability to meet the needs of everyone around us and consistently put ourselves last. This is an amazing God-given talent when used as needed. But when we operate in this mode of serving 24-7, we walk ourselves right into the zone of faking fine. Not giving yourself permission to feel will hold you back. And not honoring those feelings will create guilt around them and keep you stuck. Here's the third thing. Focus on micro solutions. Once you get to a place where you can acknowledge the feeling and give yourself permission to honor it, you can implement micro solutions to address it. 
Let's unpack this. I've been using the example of giving and giving all day. We race around for our kids to school, to practices. We squeeze on a quick workout. We go to work, then it's dinner and so on. Keeping busy in this way keeps our fight or flight hormone up and our ability to have the bandwidth to process our feelings low. When there's no time to process our feelings, it leaves us emotionally bankrupt. So what can you do? In this specific example, maybe a micro solution is that you hire someone to help with driving. Ask your kids what's important to them. Do they care if you drop them off or if a babysitter does? Chances are what they care about is getting to practice on time, potentially having a snack, but having a loving mom greet them with a smile and a huge hug after. And you might say, yes, Dana, but I don't know anyone. And I hear you. I didn't know anyone either, but I also didn't ask. I mean, really ask. You're going to have to get out of your own way and potentially get out of your comfort zone to ask the people that you do know if they know anyone. Heck, get on social media. This could be an amazing tool to connect you with someone that lives down the street that you didn't even know. But you're going to have to ask. If you're running on such overwhelm that you're thinking to yourself, okay, this sounds great, but it's okay. This is where I was running on overwhelm, knowing that there was a better way, but I couldn't get out of my own way. And this is where I found supplements to be a game changer for me, to support that fight or flight hormone and allow me to have the bandwidth to walk these steps. When you don't have the mental bandwidth to do something about that beach ball, it will be nearly impossible for you to honor your feelings or to make a change. I don't go one day now without my mentibiotics and my edge to support my mindset and mood to support exactly that, my attitude. It is not all about your strong will or your ability to fight through it. It is about getting your body to work for you. And these are just little tricks, little things that you can do to help yourself lean in. Because I want to show up and do it all. And I know that you do too, but you have to have the mental bandwidth to walk these steps repeatedly because this is what it's about. Making these micro changes that turn into solutions a million times every day. All three of these steps, slowing down to acknowledge your feelings, honoring them and making the micro adjustments to the way that you live to create solutions requires you to have the mental bandwidth to let this resonate with you. The supplements are just one way that I have found. It was the easiest first step to take this drink in the morning, take a supplement in the afternoon. It's literally called mood. Take a supplement in the afternoon so that I can show up as my very best self. I'll put all of the links in the show notes. If you feel like this is something that you could use to support you so that you can lean in to these steps. When we fixate on the lack, we fix our eyes on the problem. When we judge ourselves, the solution, and all of those around us, we stay stuck. What's one feeling that you can address right now? 
and what's one micro solution that you can think of. Once you can admit your feelings and then honor yourself for feeling that way, you can focus on the micro solutions that will bring you even the littlest bit more joy today. Because making changes one micro solution by micro solution is how we get from settling to soaring. It's time to stop faking fine.